Hi, this is Althea Richardson with WOVE Ministries. WOVE stands for Women of Vision and Excellence, and it is our mission to inspire, encourage, and uplift women to becoming all they were predestined to be. So stay tuned for your words of inspiration. This is Althea with Wove Inspirations coming at you on this Monday Motivation. Yes, I am so excited. Why? Because I got a very special guest that I interviewed and I am just, wow. I I know I talked about this on Friday, but you know what? I'm still excited about the idea that I was able to interview this guy. He is so awesome. So I'm not going to delay this uh, segment by talking a whole lot i'm going to actually allow this uh, next segment to go forward the interview with clarence cj jones and um you guys check it out and i'll be back with you shortly this is althea with wove inspirations I'm talking to Mr. Clarence C.J. Jones. Now, let me go ahead and give you just a brief background on this extraordinary man. Clarence C.J. Jones is a bespoke tailor who is the founder and owner of C.J. Custom Clothiers. C.J. Custom Clothiers is the only African-American-owned company in the NFL and NBA drafts. C.J. Custom Clothiers has clients that have been recognized for the best dressed award in both NFL and NBA drafts. Mr. Jones, a Chicago native, is one of the top outfitters in the country, designing clothing for some of the nation's biggest athletes, as well as other high-profile clientele in the sports industry, including coaches, assistant coaches, and directors, in addition to doctors, lawyers, news anchors, and comedians such as Steve Harvey. The mission of CJ Custom Clothiers is to cater to the client by having a personal professional clothier available to fit the client at the client's convenience, as well as personally hand deliver the merchandise to the client. It is both my honor and privilege to introduce to my listening audience, Mr. Clarence C.J. Jones. How you doing, Mr. Jones? I am doing great, Ms. Robinson. I'm just happy to be on your show today, Wove Inspirational. I am enjoying myself very, very much, and uh, I'm just thankful thankful and grateful for the opportunity to to be on your show to talk to listeners about what I do every day and you know some of the clientele that I do have. All right. Well, I really appreciate you coming on the show today. So tell me a little bit about yourself. Okay. Well, I'm 52 years old. I have two two young men, two boys, but they're grown men. I still call them boys. I call them <laughs> my baby still. Uh-huh. One's 24. He's in the Air Force. Uh, He's been in the Air Force for about five years. Uh, my, my youngest son is 23. Uh, he works at a restaurant. Uh, he's always wanted to do, you know, cooking and other little things in restaurants. So I try to let them 
you know, inspired to do what they want to do and um, not take away from what they like to do. Yeah. Um, I've been in, I've been in custom clothing for over 25 years. Wow. Um, yes, I started when I was 27. Um, and I'm still going pretty strong at 52. Oh, okay. I am, I am one, I am, I'm going to say I'm the only owner at this point, but at one point in time, I was the only African-American um, young man that was making clothes in the NBA NFL draft every year. Okay. Um, there may be a few more there. Or there are a few more that are out there now that are yeah. out there doing it, but none of them has been in the business as long as I have. And those, those guys, I do reach out and we do talk and, you know, we try to, you know, help each other out the best we can with different ideas. I, I do mentor a lot of guys who have gotten into the business. Uh, okay. I am fortunate enough. I was on the second Kings of Comedy tour where I did do work with Steve Harvey, Cedric Tainer, and wow. Dio Hughley. I also did shirts for Eric Rohn, uh, Cedric's uh, business manager. Okay. Um, Walter Latham of Latham Entertainment. I did make custom shirts for him at one time as well as um, Steve Harvey's bodyguard, Boomerang, and okay. also D.L. Hughley's uh, manager and bodyguard, Gary Monroe. Wow, that's that's wow. That's a lot. So how did you get started with, with you know, in the clothier business? Well, what ended up happening, I was in college playing college basketball which is something I used to do growing up. I grew up with Tim Hardaway, who's one of my best friends. Okay. Uh, former Secretary of Education, Arnie Duncan, is another gentleman that I grew up with. He played basketball. And what ended up happening, um, when I was in college, I, was, I could sew, you know, but I never made, you know, like shirts and suits and stuff like that for myself. Mm-hmm. And I saw the president of the college with a custom-made shirt on, and I was intrigued by the monogram on the sleeve of the shirt. Hmm. Now, granted, years prior to that, my mother, you know, my, my mother, God, you know, bless her soul. Uh, she was trying to get me to get custom made shirts at the custom shop when I was about 16 years old. Oh, wow. OK. Uh, my, right. My mother, my mother dressed me very well. I have always wore some of the best clothes uh, as a kid growing up. Uh, my mother took me to Marshall Fields and Company, Biggs Men Crothers, Saks Fifth Avenue, uh, Neiman Marcus, Carson Perry Scott was just some of the stores that my mother um, shop took me shopping at. Okay. Uh, my mother pretty much taught me how to color coordinate clothes, and that's pretty much where I, I got my style and everything from. Um, I wore Kohan shoes back then. I mean, like I said, my mom kept me well dressed. My mother was a registered nurse. Mm-hmm. My father worked for my father worked for Jay's Potato Chips. So. Oh, wow. You know, so, so I, you know, I grew up middle class, you know, middle class family. I have two sisters. Okay. Uh, so they like, they like clothes too. So I kept them in, I mean, when I got older, I kept them in Gucci, Louis Vuitton. Yeah. Swatch watches. I mean, I, I, I still take care of my sisters right today. Well, that's funny. So, I remember uh, all of those name brands, the Swatch watch. I remember having, uh, I would wear like uh, two watches and on purpose. It's kind of funny to even think of the idea of wearing two watches at the same time, but that was what the style was back in the day. Uh-huh. <laughs> so it yes, sounds yes, like. Yes, it was. Yes, it was. Yeah. It, it sounds like your um your mom or your parents, both of your parents were your biggest influences in your life. Is that that? accurate 
I would say I would say pretty accurate. Also, I had a uh, my uncle Smitty. He was a well dressed man. He and so I kind of <clears throat> I kind of mimicked him a lot as far as dressing because my my mother's brother he liked to dress, and so I always looked at him and he kept his shoes signed. And uh, the older I became, and he would watch me, he would say, "Yeah, you you just like your great, you like your uncle, you like to dress, you know." And I said, "Well, you know, my mother my mother was that way, my dad was that way, but he was a great influence on me as well." Yeah. So. I mean, I have some good people uh, growing up in my life that, you know, I've watched dress and I've always been one of them guys. I love to dress. I, I remember watching movies like Superfly growing up, uh, John <laughs> yeah. Shaft, the original Shaft, uh, the Mac. So a lot of those movies I looked at and watched them guys get dressed, the Godfather. Yeah. So a lot of the, lot of the old movies that uh, show you back in the 1920s, Mm -hmm. In the 30s, where guys were just immaculately dressed, is yeah. like, I was like, wow. So, yeah. I mean, so I picked up a lot of different styles along the way, GQ magazine. You know, so, I mean, I just kind of, you know, incorporated a lot that I've learned throughout my life, mm -hmm. and I just put it into my brand, into my business. And, and you know so, what's I mean, I, I love what I do. You know what's interesting is when you when you're talking about you know styling your suits and everything. My husband, he said he used to wear suits even in high school. That he was the exact same way as as you mm -hmm. as you were younger because his he looked at his influences. He said was Victor Newman for business sense, Martin Luther King. Yeah, and I and I can't remember who the other person was, but he was really influenced on. Um, you know, being dressing to impress. And that is so mm -hmm. important in today's society, especially with our youth, our, um, you know, dressing a certain way portrays a certain image. And unfortunately, yes, that yes, still needs to be taught in our youth today. Mm -hmm. so, yes, um, yes. so what would you say keeps you motivated because you've been doing this for for a long time you said about 27 years 25 25 27 i've been doing this 25 years well what, what really motivates me is you know the change of styles i had to change with the styles uh as time progressed you know from the wide legs to the european fit you know whether everything is real european tight fit uh, fortunately, I have been to Madrid, you know, because okay. I made clothes for I made clothes for uh, one of my basketball players who played over in Malaga, Spain. Okay. So he would fly me to Madrid every year, and I would he would come over to Madrid, and I would stay for a week in Madrid, or I would go over to Malaga, Spain. And so wow. I would, you know, I kind of watched a lot of these guys over there with their European tight fit, the short pants, fitted. You know, so I, you know, I've seen this, I saw this long before it really, before it got here. So yeah. once it got here, I, I had to change with the styles, right, you know, right. so, so I had to learn a lot by reading books, reading magazines, uh, honing in on my craft, looking at websites and kind of, you know, kind of pick it up. And, you know, and with, and with the help of other people, I mean, I had a lot of people who've always been a, uh, influence and saying, Hey, you know what? This mm -hmm. is the trend. This is the style, you know, you got to change. 
And so right. I went ahead and started changing with the style. Now, as far as myself, mm-hmm. I don't wear a lot of fitted European clothes. My jackets are fitted. They're shorter. Mm-hmm. You know, my pants are more tapered. But for more of my younger generation of guys who are like 35 and mm-hmm. under, they like that European fit. So a lot of my athletes, other people, I make it. I make their clothes tight fitted. And, I mean, they look really good in it. Okay. Once I make it and put the accessories mm-hmm. with it, I mean, we get – we get it going. Yeah. So, uh, you know, and so, and, and battling other, other companies that make clothes for other people. That's another thing that motivates me because mm-hmm. every year for the draft, I mean, JC Penney's out there making clothes now. Okay. You have another company called LEV that's out in California. You have a friend of mine named Joanna who has a company called Alba. You know, she makes clothes for Russell Westbrook and some other people. And then you have myself. So every year for the draft, you know, like last year's draft, you see Joanna with eight first round picks. Then you see Clarence Jones with four, yeah. you know, and then you see JC Penny and then everybody else afterwards. Wow. So, I mean, I've been, I've been very blessed and fortunate. I'm one man. I see everybody versus some of these other companies that have 10 and 12 representatives who go out and sell for them. I see everybody individually. That everybody. is awesome. I don't send nobody to see nobody. I see each person individually myself. That's awesome because, and it says a whole lot about your character that, and the fact that you care individually for those person's needs, especially with the fact that you you personally deliver each and every uh, outfit to the client. That is just phenomenal. It is very hard and difficult. Now, I will say this: if I have like sometimes, uh, like I have clients in Houston, mm-hmm. uh, San Antonio, and what I'll do a lot, sometimes my office, my guy that's in my office in Houston, you know, uh, I just picked up P.J. Hall. If no one knows who this is, this is a young man who played football at Sam Houston State. Okay. He was the, I think he was the 40, 30, he was like either 36 or 47, somewhere in this year's uh, NFL draft, he got drafted by the Oakland Raiders. Wow! He had over thirty. He had over thirty some sacks in four years in college. Holy So a cow. lot of people didn't. And he 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 holds the record for tackles for loss, eighty six, eighty seven, eighty eight, somewhere in that number. And so it just so happened, you know, I got a hold of him. I talked to his agent. He was like, CJ, you do great work. We want to work with you. And so what I did, the kid was in Houston before he went to Oakland for training camp. And just so happened, I called my office, I called my guy, and I had him go get him fitted up for me and everything. And I basically, you know, we picked everything out over the phone. So he wanted a black suit and he wanted a light gray suit, which is the color, both colors are the Oakland Raiders. Wow. That is so, so I picked awesome. Up, yeah. So, you know, that's one of the rare times, you know, that I have someone go see somebody, it's usually my guy from the office. I'll send him to Austin, Texas, you know, close by. Sometimes I've had to send him to Dallas to go see somebody from me if I'm extremely busy, you know. Yeah. So he'll go see him and get him fitted and everything for me. His eyes are my eyes. And then when it's ready, he sends it to me. I go see him and I make sure everything is the way it should be. Or if they're in Houston, I say, I go by my office and, you know, we get, we get make sure everything is correct. So you gotta, you gotta basically, you gotta make things work. 
all the time. So all if I can't time. be available, you know, I'm I, I got if he's available for me in Houston, and then someone's there, I, I allow them to see him. But other than that, I mean, I'm I'm everywhere. Like this past weekend, I mean, um, I had had to go to Birmingham, Alabama, see an uh-huh. attorney. I'm sitting at the hotel. You know, I got a phone call for a kid going to the NBA draft. Uh, I had to go get him, get him fitted in Atlanta the next day. Wow. Well, it just so happened one of my clients' mother calls me. Her son's in a wedding the very next day. And oh so I jumps, in my, I jumps in my car. I was going to leave Atlanta. I rescheduled my appointment for Atlanta to that evening. So I got in my car at 8 o'clock that night and was going to head back to Memphis to get, this, get my guy his suit. One of my clients played for the Houston Texans for a wedding that he was in the next day. Well, wow. fortunate enough, I got it. Now, I'll show you how God works for me. Yeah, I got in touch with my I got in touch with my realtor now at eight o'clock. He called me back. For, I missed him like I called him like three times. He didn't hit me back. Mm-hmm. Finally, a little bit after eight, he calls me. I said, "I need a favor." He said, "What you need?" I said, "Can you go to my house?" He said, "What you need?" I said, "I need to get a suit delivered to a football player." Yeah. So in turn, I called a friend of mine. I said, "Hey, I need you to meet with the realtor." They couldn't meet with him. I called my football player. And I said, hey, Bernardrick, can you meet with the realtor? Mm. My realtor went and met with him and delivered his suit for me. To wow. Him. Wow, wow, wow. And, That's and, awesome. And, 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 and that saved me from having to go back to Memphis. Exactly. And I was able to keep, I was able to keep my appointment the next day with the basketball player. Everything worked out very well there. I left him, and I had to be in Nashville the next morning. Holy cow. Man, you do a lot that of was, traveling. That, <laughs> that, was, that was my weekend. But just so happened, you know, you know, I, I was fortunate enough, you know, a, a, a good good male friend of mine was able to, he was like, man, I, you know, I can go to your house, you know, and I was like, nah, I don't, because I don't let a lot of people come to my home. Yeah, And yeah. just so happened, my realtor was like, you know, I'd be more than happy to deliver that for you, you know. And so oh, he wow. met my guy Bernardrick halfway between Tunica, Mississippi, and where I live. He went and met with him and delivered his suit for me. Yeah. That and it worked awesome. itself out. Yeah. I mean, when, when, and I always tell people, when you, when you live right, you got a good heart, God won't let you down. He won't let you fail. Amen to that. You, you better know that for real. Now, let me ask you a question. Um, at the beginning stages of your of your business, how did you keep yourself motivated when everything didn't go as planned? I'm gonna tell you this. When I started out, I cried a lot of days mm-hmm. because I wanted to do business with athletes. But I kept praying and praying and praying. Amen. And, and I met a guy in Birmingham, Alabama, who's my spiritual father. And he sat me down and he told me, he said, don't be in a hurry to grow your business so fast. He said, a lot of people in this business, in the business you in or any business, they try to grow their business too fast and they be out of business in no time. Yeah. He said, God's taking you on a slower road. It's like that hare and turtle. Parent tortoise. 
<laughs> yes. You know, the hair is, run, is speeding through everything, and he burns out. Amen. But the tortoise goes slow, and he catches everything in between all the way to the finish line. Amen. Amen. And that's what, I love and it. That, and that's what I did. And that, that kept me right there motivated, and I saw the vision because at one time I made my business about money. Mm-hmm. And at the end of the year, I couldn't tell you where the money went. So I went, I was going through a divorce and I don't mind sharing this with everybody. And I want mm-hmm. people to understand this. I was going through a divorce. I gave my wife a house, car and everything I had because mm-hmm. I had two boys. I had three. I had a stepson, which is my, was my son, my responsibility. Right. So I, I left, I left out of my house with $150 and a one way bus ticket back to Memphis. Wow. And I was on my I was on my grandmother's couch, sleeping in my grandmother's house. Mm-hmm. You know, trying to build my business back up. Didn't know what I was going to do. And I said, I said, oh my gosh, God, what am I going to do? And I was on her couch, sleep one night, crying in my sleep. And I got a touch on my shoulder and said, "You're doing business the wrong way. This is not what I told you to do. Mm. I told you to make your business about relationships, not about money." And if you make your business about relationships and about and not about money, I promise you, you'll never starve another day in your life. Amen. I jumped out. I jumped out my sleep, almost screaming. My grandma was like, "What's wrong? What's wrong?" I said, "God just talked to me." He said, "What do you mean?" I said, "God told me I was doing business the wrong way. He told me to make my business about relationships and not about money." Yeah. So at that point, there I reduced the price of my suit. Because most of my suits at that time were like twenty five hundred, three thousand dollars. I reduced my price of my suits from to, from twenty five to three thousand dollars a suit mm-hmm. to eight fifty and up per suit. Whoa! Wow! And and I'm gonna tell you this. Ever since I've made that change in my life, mm-hmm. from that from that conversation. I'll tell you this, I've never starved. I've never starved another day in my life. My God. I was able to pay my child. I was able to pay a nice child support check to my two children mm-hmm. until they turned 19. I was able to do a lot of things because God opened up a lot of doors for me at that point. Yes, sir. Because yeah. I changed my thinking and my thought process of how to make a living. Yes. And yeah. everyone I've ever met, I let them know I do business about relationships and not about money. Amen. And, and, God, and, and God, has, God has not let me down not one day since. That is awesome. And it's about obedience because obedience is better than sacrifice. When you are obedient no to him and you do what he tells you to do, you can never go wrong. And you have to be a giver. You've got yes. to be a giver and you've got to have a kind heart. A lot of people, and I'll say this, a lot of people go to church, they shout, scream, but their heart's not good. Mm-hmm. You've got to have a good heart and mean well by people yes. in order to be blessed in your life. All right. See, now you preaching now, okay? <laughs> and that's why, that's why I tell people this all the time. Yes, sir. I sit at home a lot of days, and there'll be times I may not do business for three or four days. 
Mm-hmm. And I be and I and I get up every morning. I pray. I thank Him, no matter how my day is going. Mm-hmm. I say, God, I need some. I need something to happen. And all of a sudden, bam, that phone call comes. Amen. And all of a sudden, business start rolling. You yes. know. And so, I always just say, as long as I do the things and treat people right, and not worry about how people treat me. Mm-hmm. Because I've learned to always understand that people will never be as good to you as you are to them. And as long as I keep a mindset like that in my life, I think God is always going to take good care of me. And I like helping people. You know, yeah. I, I mean, I did a huge favor for a client. I have a client who, you know, lost his job. He's unemployed, who did a lot of business with me. And he called me up and he said, man, CJ. My nephew needs a suit for his prom, and I promised him I would get him one. Mm-hmm. And, and I sent his, I sent his nephew a suit free of charge. Yeah, I did that it. For, awesome. I did it for free because it was a guy who spent a lot of money with me. And I told him one day, I said, "If you ever lost your job, mm-hmm. or you ever went broke, you can call me, and I'll give you a suit for an interview." Amen. But he, but he called me and said, I need something for my nephew. It's not about me. I need something for my nephew. Yeah. And his son, I made his son, a nephew a suit for the prom. He got it yesterday. And his nephew said he's going to kill him. Wow. He, he, wow. And, you know, and so, and so that's another thing I tell people. When you, when you, when you, when you stand for something and you got a great reputation mm-hmm. and you mean well, I mean, things, things God will bless you. You know, Amen. And I didn't Amen. have to. And I didn't have to do that. I mean, mm-hmm. but because I'm a man of my word mm-hmm. and I tell all my all my clients who I do business with, I've always told them, if you ever lost your job or you went flat broke and you needed money or you needed a suit for a job interview, you call me and I got you. Amen. That is and, awesome. And, and, that's out, and, and that's out of my pocket. And I don't yeah. mind doing that because a lot of people throughout the, throughout the 25 years has helped made CJ custom clothing where he is today. Mm-hmm. You know, mm-hmm. I mean, I have a lot of people I could be thankful for who, you know, helped mentor me, gave me good sound advice. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? And so those people, I, I thank those people because God placed those people in my life for a reason. Right. Like he, he placed, he placed you all, you and your husband in my life to do an interview. Amen. To hear my testimony. Amen. So Amen. I am, you know, I am thankful and grateful for all of that. And your message is going worldwide, brother. I promise you on that one. It is going worldwide. Your message has to go out for real. Because there's people out there that have dreams and goals that they want to accomplish. And they they feel like, you know, they've done everything they can possibly do. But they're also trying to do it on their own. And they need to know that it cannot be done without the help of God. It no question. Be done without his help. Mm-hmm. So and that's the problem. We all want to try to do it on our own, but if you put it in, I always say this: if you put one foot out, he'll put two in to help you. Exactly. You got to be. You got to really. You got to really want it. You can't just say, "Ah." Oh, but see, a lot of people want to get in business for the wrong reasons. You want to get in it for money. You want to get. And don't get me wrong. We're all in business to make money. I, right. I got that. But you got to love what you do in order for him to bless you to make money. Exactly. You got to love what you do. You can't just say, I'm going to get into something because everybody else is doing it. And I'm going to make money by it. 
Mm-hmm. You got to get into something that you love to do, and you got to be passionate. And God's got to know that your heart's in the right place in order for Him to bless your business to grow. Amen. Amen. Well, I'm I'm definitely gonna make sure that this message gets out because there's a lot of people that need to know this. So what other, do you have any events that are coming up or any major projects that are going to be coming up in the next month or a couple of months from now? Yes, I do. Uh, May 16th through the 20th, I am in Chicago for the annual NBA pre-draft combine, which I do every year. Okay. Uh, that's that's, that's an event I have to go because I have players in the draft every year. So, and then the new people that I am going to meet with, uh, this is where I meet a lot of them at, get, get them measured, get them fitted, let them pick out this stuff for the NBA draft, uh, get acquainted with their parents. So they'll know who I am, Mm -hmm. uh, for future, you know, for now and in the future, because a lot of these guys do business with me when they're, you know, when they start the upcoming season as well. Uh, then I have the, uh, annual NBA draft in New York which is, I think, April 21st, I believe, that next to the last Thursday, uh, the end of June, um, usually at the NBA draft every year. Okay. Uh, making, sure my, making sure my guys look good. Yes, sir. <laughs> you know, I, try to, I try to get everybody clothes delivered before the draft, but some people I get last minute for the draft. Mm-hmm. So, you know, I have to make sure everybody looks good. That's, that's a huge event for everybody, and it's huge for me. You know, uh, last year I dressed uh, four guys in the first round. Uh, one of the top rookies this year, Donovan Mitchell, who played against Houston Rockets, who had a great series, is one of my clients. I dressed him last year for the NBA okay. uh, draft. I dressed Justin Patton for the Minnesota Timberwolves. Uh, he went 16th in the draft. I dressed uh, Caleb Swanigan, Big Ten Player of the Year. Wow. He went with the Portland Twelve Blazers, and I dressed uh, also – uh, Jared Allen at from freshman University of Texas who went, I think he went 22, 22, 25, somewhere in that area to the Brooklyn Nets last year. And then I had four guys that went second round, which was SEC player of the year. Uh, so Darius Thornwell was one of my guys, PJ Dozier from the University of South Carolina. I also, I dressed, uh, Jerome Blossom game, University of Clemson, who got drafted by the San Antonio Spurs. And another young man, Edmund Sumner, from Xavier University, who went to the Indianapolis Pacers in the second round, which he would have been a first-round pick if he had not tore his ACL. Wow. You know, he was a, he's a player. He would have been a first-round pick if he had not tore his ACL. Oh, my God. So, I mean, I had a very good NF- NBA draft last year, along with my NFL draft. I dressed uh, Malik Hooker from Ohio State that went to the Indianapolis Colts first round. Mm-hmm. Uh, Jared Davis, University of Florida, that went to the Detroit Pistons. And also I addressed Taco Charleston, University of Michigan, who got drafted by the Dallas Cowboys. Wow, wow, so I, wow. So I had a, had a pretty good NBA NFL draft. I picked up some other guys afterwards as well. Mm-hmm. So uh, this year, this year's NFL draft was very good. And I'm looking to have, a hopefully, again, another uh, good NBA draft. Yeah. If God's willing. Amen. Well, it's uh, it's gonna happen. Amen. I'm claiming it in the name of Jesus. <laughs> oh yes, I claim it too. I claim it too. So, you know, I got a lot of meetings next week in Chicago, and yeah. uh, you know, I'm just thankful. I'm, I'm real thankful because, I mean, God could have 
blessed anybody with this opportunity, but he's, he's chosen to bless me. And I mean, I, I can't thank him enough every day. You know, I yeah. don't know how do you thank somebody enough when you know it's never enough, but I always let him know I am appreciative and I'm yeah. thankful. And, and I try to treat people, I try to treat people, you know, right. And I try to treat people good. Yeah. Which yeah. is very important to me. Mm-hmm. So what's, what would be, to, to wrap this up, what would be your personal motivational quote for the audience? Oh, wow, that's a tough one. I would just <laughs> say this, and I said this earlier in the, in, in the show. Mm-hmm. If it's something that you really, really want bad enough, Put your hand on that Bible and pray about it every day mm-hmm. and ask God not to give it to you, but ask God to give you an opportunity to help you get it. Because I, I stopped asking. When I was asking God to give me, give me, give me, it never happened. But when I asked God to give me an opportunity to make it happen for myself, mm-hmm. that's when the doors opened up a lot more. Because Amen. I was asking to be in certain locations, be in certain settings, and meet people. Now, granted, in this business, I would say this to anybody, you're not going to get everybody you want the very first time you meet them. You know yeah. what I mean? Sometimes it takes two or three times to meet people before they can see you. Because I can say this, it took me three times before I got Gary Payne okay. to do business with me. It took me two times before I got Joe Johnson, who at one time was the highest paid player in the NBA. Yeah. You know, I mean, so a lot of players that I wanted, I didn't get them right off the bat. Mm-hmm. You know, I, but I prayed hard, and these guys kept seeing me in the circles that they were in at certain events, and they kept saying, man, you know what, I've seen you a few times. And eventually I got that opportunity. And when I got that opportunity – I grabbed on it by the I grabbed on it by the bull, the horn, and I ran with it. Amen. Amen. Well, Mr. Clarence, I am both honored and and so blessed to have you on my show. I really appreciate your time. I know that as I've heard, you have a very, very busy schedule. So for you to have taken this time to uh, talk with our listening audience. It is very, very appreciative. What I'm going to do is I'm going to go ahead and share uh, Mr. Jones' website, and his website is www.cjcustomclothiers.com. He is also on Instagram, and his Instagram is Clarence underscore 2525. His Facebook is simply Clarence Jones. Mr. Jones, thank you so much for taking your time out to, uh, to talk to my listening audience. God bless you, and you have an awesome day. You as well, and i also like to say this before we get off the air. If anyone wants to contact me and ask questions, feel free to message me on Facebook or Instagram. And I'll be more than happy to help you with any questions you may have. And I appreciate you having me on Wolf Inspirational. And thank you again. Right. Thank you so much, Mr. Clarence. 
Thank you. Have a blessed day, you and your husband and your family. <laughs> Thank you so much. Bye-bye. Thank you. Bye-bye. you guys so thank you so much for listening to wove inspiration and with my special guest mr clarence cj jones check out his website and his instagram follow him on instagram and facebook he is an awesome guy i mean seriously i'm uh, not exaggerating at all very personal very humble and um just an all-around pretty cool dude seriously so i hope you guys enjoyed the segment tune in tomorrow for terrific tuesday i of course looking forward to doing that as well because we got to keep motivated got to keep moving forward during this week so stay encouraged keep moving forward and you guys have an awesome day this is althea with wove inspirations Hey friends out there, this is Althea with Wove Ministries and I just wanted to let you guys know that I have some social media connections that I would love for you guys to reach out uh, to me and connect with me. I love networking. I love just, uh, just staying connected with everybody. And so you guys can reach out to me on Facebook through uh, WOVE, which is which actually stands for Women of Vision and Excellence. And so uh, my name on Facebook is WOVE, that's W-O-V is in Victory E. And I'm also on Instagram and my Instagram name is W-O-V is in Victory E. 2005. So let's connect, let's fellowship, let's, let's, you know, let's network, let's just be friends, okay? Hey, you guys, this is Althea Richardson, and um, I just wanted to let you guys know that if you or someone you know needs help dealing with past abuse, whether it's physical, sexual, or emotional, or you just need someone to uh, talk to or to help sort out your life, I'm here to help. And my website is www.althea, that's A-L-T-H-E-A-M, as in Mary Richardson, R-I-C-H-A-R-D-S-O-N, M as in Mary, A.com. I know that's a long website, but that's where you can see everything that I do, um, what I can offer, and just uh, check out my information.